the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today, as we celebrate the first Sunday of the blessed month of Kehk, where we are celebrating the incarnation of our Lord Jesus Christ in the end of it, and this year it will be 28th and 29th of the blessed month of Kehk. And where the church is always having special places for the incarnation and to glorify Virgin Mary as well. So this year I would like to share with you only one word in the four weeks that we are going to have in this blessed month. The word kenosis. And our subtitle today is needed. So we would like to learn this word which is the key for the incarnation. And at the same time it's the key for our own salvation. The word mentions few times in the Bible and this is the most important one within in Philippians chapter 2 and verse 7 but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of man even the translation in the English if you look to the numbers here that the word mentioned twice the verb itself is kunoi which means to empty and if we read it in Arab, so he emptied himself emptiness. To, or in other translations, he made himself with no reputation. And this was the only way to save us. And as Father Thomas says, if the fall and the corruptibility and this came through the first Adam, and again came through his pride and disobedience. So only through the second Adam, through his humility and his obedience, we are saved. The same thing in a personal level. If you are walking according to the first Adam, you are losing everything. If you are still walking with pride and disobedience, then we are still in the first Adam. Christ is not yet in my life. So in this year we want him to be born again, or for us to be born again of him, to see the reality that we need to walk in the second Adam, in humility and in full obedience. So the verse itself is telling us that Christ has one way for us to restore our fallen nature. And he's offering the same way for everyone. If you feel that you are in need of it, I'm sure you heard a lot about the nativity of Christ. And you celebrated the feast many years. But in reality, is this sought in me and you or not yet? In verse 5, in the same chapter, I say, us that this sought be in you. Let us have this mind of Christ, of this kenosis, to humble ourselves before him. Father Tadros was explaining the word to empty more for us. Saying he emptied himself from the glory of his deity and he hid the glory of his deity inside his manhood. Concealed his glory inside the veil of his human body. Hid his deity from Satan to consummate our salvation. So the aim was for me and for you. When we celebrate the incarnation, as we said in the creed, who for us and for our salvation became man. And then we need to walk with him and in him in the same sort of humility, which is kenosis. Going back to our reading of today, 
We read the first 25 verses from Luke chapter 1. In verse 18 and 20, it was telling us there is a problem. The whole reading was telling us great things about Zacharias and Elizabeth. And the Lord is encouraging me and you. If you are doing good things, still the Lord is telling me and you, which you might miss something more serious. In verse 18 says, And Zechariah said to the angel, How shall I know this? For I am an old man, and my wife is well advanced in years. Verse 20, the angel told, And behold, but behold, you will, not, you will be mute and not able to speak until the day these things take place, because you did not believe my words, which should be fulfilled in their own time. Despite he was righteous before God, he and his wife, he was not able to believe. And again, still we are in the same world. Why? Why he was not able to comprehend something about his mind? Sometimes we are in the church and are practicing most of the church rituals or fast or whatever it is. But still the word of God is locked to me. Still the word is not for me. Why? Because I can't comprehend it with my own mind. I can see the limitation of my mind to bow down and to accept the world as it is. And here was dead Saint Zacharias. He is a great saint, but he was speechless because he did not believe what was above his mind. So the Lord is encouraging us to see this need of this kenosis. I need to humble my mind before his word. At many occasions we read the Bible and feel it is not true. It will never be as such, or if it happens, it is not going to be mine. Freedom is not mine. I am in this sin for years, and I am going to continue. I am in this stubbornness for years, and I feel I am good enough, and God is accepting what I am doing. But what the angel said today, despite this man was righteous, he was not able to believe. He is not able to humble his mind before the goodness of God in the full promise of his word. So, what I would like to share it here, the words of origin, was saying the silence of Zacharias is the silence of the prophets with the people of Israel. It was a great silence, nearly for 430 years since Malachi, the last prophet of the Old Testament. Therefore, God will not more speak to the Jews, whereas God the world, who is from the beginning, has come down. And again, are we sensing His presence or not? Christ has become with us, He who is never silent, but is silent till the day with the Jews. He's telling me, which identity do you have this morning? Are you still with those Jews who has no Christ waiting for someone else? Sometimes we are churchgoers still waiting for Christ. We can't sense Him. We can't live with His mind of this humility. So, to have the key needed for Him, we need this humility of mind. The word mentioned seven times in the New Testament, I will share it with you in a few minutes to see what does it mean humility in mind. Unfortunately, in the English translation, mentioned only once with this meaning. But in most of the translations, it's just humility. It's telling you your mind needs to be humbled before the authority of the Word of God. 
Because where the word of God is, or the word of the king is, there is an authority. So the first one, the word for humility in mind, mentioned in Acts chapter 20, verse 19. St. Paul was saying, serving the Lord with all humility. It is humility in mind. With many tears and trials which happened to me by the bloating of the Jews. You know why you can serve even in your home? Because you don't have this humility of mind. You feel you are superior to people around you. Whether you are the mother or the father or the son or daughter. I can do it. It's not for me. Let anyone else do it. St. Paul was telling us he was able to serve everyone. Small and young, poor, prisoners, the prisoner guard, anyone. Because he put in his mind that my mind is telling me you need to have the mind of Christ. This cannot to be under the feet of any and everyone. Then he spoke twice about the same word in the relationships. Again, start with your relationship in your home. Then see your bigger circle, maybe at work, in the church, or whatever it is. If you don't have this mind, you are still speechless, still living without the Christ. As Origen was saying, the silence of God is still there till today for the Jews. In Ephesians 4.2, he is talking about the relationship between us. With all loneliness, here again the same Greek word, the binary foreseen, humility in mind, and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love, many problems at home in families, between husband and wife, between children and parents, and everywhere. Why? Because he is telling us you need to have the mind of Christ, this kenosis, to go down and to empty yourself. To empty your mind before others, considering each other higher than yourself, as he is saying in the next verse. Philippians 2, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind. This is the only time in the New King James Version that the word translated properly, lowliness in mind. Let each esteem others better than himself. Let each esteem others better than himself. And he's asking you as a husband or wife or child or son or a daughter, can you see it in your family? Can you see it in your church? Can you see it in your workplace? Or still you are above all and living as a Jew with silence and absence of Christ in your life. In Colossians chapter 2, the word mentioned twice. When you are in the church, and having false belief, false humility. It's very easy to say that I'm a sinner, but it's very hard to have it in your heart, to act as someone who believes that he is the chief sinner, as St. Paul says. In Colossians 2.18, we we'll sing, Let no one cheat you of your reward, taking delight in false humility, and worship angels, intruding into those things which he has not seen, vainly buffed up by his fleshly mind. There is a fleshly mind, and there is a mind which is the mind of Christ, full of humility in receiving the facts which missed on that day from Zacharias, or Saint Zacharias, the father of Saint John the Baptist. He was not able to comprehend what is about his mind. 
in the same chapter, Christian 2, verse 23, these things indeed have an appearance of wisdom. Take care. It has an appearance of wisdom. In self-imposed religion, false humility, and neglect of the body, but are of no value against the indulgence of the flesh. If I am going to church, and I am just satisfying myself, not God, and satisfying my own ego, that I am doing it right, then anything else is going to be forgiven, as far as I am doing it in front of people in the right way. He's telling us, it's a false humility, self-imposed religion. You are worshipping yourself. And those people on that day, they were all their church goers, church members, but they have this false humility that led them to worship other things and to live in this self-imposed religion. The third one, or the sixth one, is Colossians 3.12. The title of this chapter we discussed many times was, If we are raised with Christ, what is going to happen? 16 or 17 verbs to say that your life is going to be changed if you are raised with Christ. Therefore, as the elect of God, holy and beloved, put on tender mercies, kindness, humility, again, humility in mind, meekness, long suffering. And the title is If we, You Were Raised with Christ. A sign of our re-resurrection with Him is to have this humility of mind. A sign of our death incorruptibility in the old nature is we don't have this humility in our minds. The last one explained more clearly is 1 Peter 5, 5. Likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders and ask yourself, am I submissive to anyone? Unfortunately, even to our biological fathers who reject their authority. If you are rejecting the authority in your life, there is something wrong. Still, you are too far from this kenosis, this humility of mind. So likewise, you younger people, submit yourselves to your elders, yes, all of you, be submissive to one another. Again, all of you, be submissive to one another. And be close with humility. For God resists the proud, but gives grace to the humble. Humility and humble. The two words are here. The first one, humility, he is mentioning here, the humility in mind. When you are humble in your mind. This will lead you to have this grace of the humble, which in general will be humble from outside. So the word here, or the verse here, putting the two words, the humility in mind, and the general meaning of the humility. But the key is, be submissive to the elders. Be submissive to another. Which means you are owning the mind of Christ, who accepted to humble himself before the Father. Accepted to empty himself for the sake of our own salvation. St. John Christom is saying, the flock is God's fellow workers. The flock belongs to its owner. He is commenting in verse 5.5 in 1 Peter. The flock is the building of God who belongs to the owner. Therefore, the wise flock is the one who does not get attached to the shepherd personally, but to the Lord as a good shepherd. Let me end with you with this application. We are not here just to share a word, but we are in a journey of 
growth, a journey of moving towards eternity, a journey moving from the image into the likeness of our God. Think this week, please, of your relationship at home first. Your relationship with your wife, your kids, with your husband, with your extended family. How do you act? You act in kenosis or with stubbornness and pride? Think of your relationship in general, in the church, at your workplace, and with anyone around you. Think of your perception of the Word of God. Is the Word of God has an authority over your life, or you are still baking some, leaving others? This is not for me, this is too much. If you have this mind, you are like Zacharias. Still, he does not believe in the Word. He believes that he can be a priest and raise the incense in the temple. But he cannot believe that God can speak to him something higher and above his mind. Think of any false humility that you have. Any words that you are saying it and you don't mean it at all. Any words that you used to say it as a sign of humility but it's a false humility as St. Paul was saying. And finally think of your ministry if you serve as St. Paul was saying. Is it in humility as well or again out of pride and satisfy myself? And when we have the communion, let us unite ourselves with the humble Lord. And only with humility we can be united with the humble Lord. To be one with Him, to own His mind and to seek His humility of mind. May the Lord bless us all from now and forever and ever. Amen.